0: back to the I Am there Podcast, guys. I'm your host, Freyway. I'm here with my co-host, Kenny. And oh. we also have our special guest, who's been on the podcast many times now. Anthony Simpson is returning, let's, one of our good friends.
1: Let's not call him special. Can we he, relax?
0: He's he's pretty special. Can we? Uh, let's relax. He's pretty special. But we're talking about probably one of the most controversial things that we've ever discussed on this podcast, actually. And it is going to be the slap hurt around the world. Uh, Will Smith and Chris Rock, the epic situation that just happened at the 2022 Oscars. The, I think it's the 94th. Um, If you are living under a rock, just to briefly recap what happened. Chris Rock was hosting the Oscars. Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith were sitting in the front row. And right before Questlove won an award, won an Oscar, Chris Rock made a joke calling Jada Pinkett Smith G.I. Jane, essentially, uh, who is a bald character that uh, Drew Barrymore played way, way, way back when. And Jada Pinkett, yeah, I think it was her, um, but Jada Has her head shaved. She's essentially bald right now. And the reason why she's bald is because she suffers from alopecia. um, Which, you know, makes you have random bald spots in your hair. And it's a really traumatized thing for women to go through. Because typically, women love their hair. You know, that whole thing. Anyway, he makes the the joke, which, you know, he just kind of alludes to her being G.I. Jane. She doesn't like it. She makes a really uh, nasty face when he says it. The crowd laughs, including Will Smith. And then... Uh, Will Smith gets up from his seat, walks on stage and physically assaults Chris Rock. He slaps him and then walks back to his seat and starts to scream, keep my wife's name. And I quote out of your fucking mouth twice. The second time getting louder and using his hands to amplify. So when I first saw this video, which was, I guess Sunday night when the Oscars actually happened, I didn't think it was real because the edited version on CBS was, uh, it, it got, it kind of looked like it was a skit. It looked like he made a joke because I saw Will laughing and then Will kind of got up. You see the smack, but it doesn't look the smack doesn't look real. The sound effect almost seems fake too. And then Will kind of walks away and it looks like he's smirking and you don't get to see the part where he starts yelling. They cut that part out completely. So in the version that was actually broadcast to people watching the Oscars live, you don't see Will's outburst with the entire audience. Quiet.
1: I also, think the audio cuts out, doesn't it? I think it the, does. Audio right, the audio right as out. as Will starts walking on stage, I think the audio cuts out because that's the first one I saw, and I was like, "What the fuck?" And then I finally saw like the other version. So and I then everybody, thought it was fake. yeah, yeah, which under, and apparently everybody, like even in the crowd, thought it was like a fake. It was because yeah, these are
0: two comedians, right? And they're two typically funny people. Um, I just never in a million years thought. Especially we're talking about Will Smith here, who's one of the most
1: like he has comedy movies, but he's not a comedian.
0: Yeah. I mean, he he's not a stand-up comedian, but he is a comedian. Like he's he's a a,
1: soft comedian.
0: Yeah. Like he he's a comedian. All of his all of his movies pretty much are him (laughs) being funny. And even though he doesn't do stand-up, like that's a different type of comedy. But he is, I would classify him as an actor slash comedian. Like he is I mean, um, you, gotta he's admit, a funny
2: guy. you gotta admit Fresh Prince is funny as
0: fuck. Yeah, it is one <laughs> of the funniest shows, and like you think about a lot of, like, Men in Black, uh, Bad Boys, he's, oh my god, he, Will Smith is a, but that, the point is, anyway, right, no matter how you classify Will Smith as a person, him and Chris Rock's interactions, you would expect them to just be funny interactions, because both of them are known to be funny people. So yeah, when I saw
1: this, Chris Rock thought oh, it was
0: hold funny on, too. hold on, this
2: is, it's a funny interaction. This is a funny interaction.
0: <laughs> 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 it, well, it's funny, I actually have a picture up here Right now, of Chris Rock being slapped, and he is laughing. He kind of looks like the Joker. Like if the Joker was black, you think that's what he's doing in that moment? You think laugh? laughing, uh, yo, bro? I swear, it looks like he's laughing right there.
1: It looks like he's going, ah, shit. And honestly,
0: to me, I, I shared the meme in our group chat, and it was the one where you see Spider-Man from the recent No Way Home movie beating up on Green Goblin in a hallway, where he's literally mounting him he's like straddles his face and he's punching him and you see green goblin looking up he's smiling that's the energy chris rock like he's giving in this in this background picture but yeah i just didn't think it was real and when he goes back to his seat uh chris rock says like holy shit like will smith just smacked the shit out of me and he says well that was the greatest line in television history like it's very awkward it's very quiet And the whole thing, it's just out of hand. Um, There are so many layers to this. You're going to hear me say that a lot during this episode. I think this is a multi-layered issue. This entire thing, there's been a ton of quote-unquote think pieces. There's been a lot of controversy. A lot of people are split. There's issues about race that I think have not, like, they should not really play a part in it, but, like, everyone has their opinions on this. There's so many layers to it.
1: Absurd. That race has anything to do with this i don't think i don't understand how this has anything to do with race like
2: yeah i don't white. think this is way. that's why you don't you don't <laughs> get it you just don't <laughs> understand kenny
1: i mean <laughs> to be fair will smith got a fresh lineup like look at compare to his, our his right now his yo like, honestly chris yes, rock don't well, got a lineup i'm just saying
0: <laughs> will smith his his haircut is sharp as fuck but he was expecting to fully win this award also before we get into the full discussion um arguments and whatever we're going to do with this i do want to say it is wild that after smacking chris rock physically assaulting this man uh screaming at the top of his lungs will smith then proceeds to win the oscar for best actor in a leading role which is an insane oscar to win it's very difficult to win obviously he ends up being like denzel washington andrew garfield and a couple other people he wins the award after this incident i just think that is insane that's going to go down as one of the craziest things in black history <laughs> like
1: it's I mean, just such an
0: absurd thing
1: does Will Smith go on stage and smack Chris Rock if the timeline's reversed, if he wins the award first and then Bro, the joke happens? There
0: are so many variables to that. I thought about that scenario, but I also thought about like, so does he smack him if he won the award already? So he's like on a high, right? Like he's already yeah, yeah. like every nothing can really go wrong after you've already won the award. I feel like maybe it doesn't happen. The other question that people ask, does he smack him if if Chris Rock was a white person? And that's where people started to insert race into it. Like the
2: timeline where Will Smith goes up on stage to smack Chris Rock and Chris Rock dodges. (laughs) And then Will Smith is just chasing Chris
1: Rock
0: around the stage. That would have been so bad. Honestly, there's so many outcomes that if he did a Kimbo
1: videos. slice dodge, like a, just a real, oh, like if he just,
0: so <laughs> imagine that, imagine that timeline. <laughs> one of my favorite tweets that I saw during this night was there's no fucking way you're going to walk up on stage, slap me and comfortably walk back to your seat. I would have been up there embarrassing the entire black community. Like that, that tweet had me dying because that's the kind of energy, like I choose violence. Like I'm, you know, Cersei Lannister was one of my favorite characters in Game of Thrones. If somebody slapped me on stage, I don't know if I would have the professionalism and the composure to not retaliate the way Chris Rock just handled it so well, like scarily well.
1: This is, it's something that frustrates me a lot about, I've seen a lot of takes and I'm honestly shocked at the amount of takes of people calling Chris Rock a bitch And, like, saying what Will Smith did was amazing, whatever. I want to get it out real quick. It's been briefly mentioned before, but I'm a gigantic Will Smith fan. Bad Boys is one of my favorite movies. Um, I've talked about it a bunch. I fucking love Will Smith. Part of it is, like, Philadelphia bias, whatever. But after seeing this, I was like, man, that's some sucker shit. Like, it was the way it played out was so fucking sucker. And Chris Rock was just a goddamn champion. Like, he just eats the hit. Will Smith is way bigger than him by the way. And yes, he just like That's the other thing. He just eats the slap and then he kind of like he comments on it. He and then he just like like he just lets the show go on. Like he doesn't So make it of like he doesn't continue the clownery. Like he, Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So after the slap happened, Chris Rock um he says that comment about how you know it's the greatest night in television history. Will Smith yells at him, keep my wife's name out of your fucking mouth. And Chris Rock says, Dude, it was a G.I. Jane joke. And he said Will Smith for peace, that line again. And then he says, Okay, I will. Like, you know, like calm. Yes. It's kind of one of those like, Wow, you're really mad about this. And I and I didn't expect this kind of reaction. You could tell that like, Chris Rock is genuinely surprised by the way he says, I like I will like, com- like yeah. calm down. Like it's and then not my favorite that serious yeah. but you know here's the thing so here's one of the first things that i'll say uh you can say whatever you want we all have the ability especially with the internet uh social media has definitely changed the way people interact with other human beings i think most of our interactions are actually virtual now more than we interact with people especially now during the pandemic that we're still technically in right um, a lot of our interactions are through computer screens And this has made people very brazen about the things that they say to other human beings because you don't have to see the emotion of another person when you say anything. So I've been called all kinds of crazy things online that people probably would not say to my face, right? Because that's just what the computer does. A lot of people make the jokes about Xbox back in the day, the game chats, and how you know you just get called the N-word, the F word, all types of stuff. I'm not going to blatantly say them here, but like you guys know what I'm talking about. I'm black, right? So you get called everything online and that has made people think that it's okay to just say whatever you want without consequence now in real life you can say still just like you can online whatever you want to a person but you cannot control how they react and while we can debate on was it appropriate for Will Smith to smack Chris Rock to physically assault him for saying that his wife I guess looked like G.I. Jane could play G.I. Jane in the next movie or whatever Was it okay for him to do that? That's one layer. The other thing is controlling how someone reacts. You never ever know what someone is going through and like, what will make them snap. Right? Like you hear what I'm saying?
1: Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, go ahead.
0: So, so my, my thing is I don't, I don't agree with Will Smith smacking Chris rock. Like there's no part of me. That's like, that isn't an appropriate reaction to what he said, like that joke and that reaction. I don't even know if I want to call that a joke. If I'm being completely honest,
2: it wasn't really a joke. It I wasn't, a,
0: it wasn't funny. Like it honestly wasn't even, there was to me. And, and, but here's the thing. I always have to try to, I try anyway, I try to empathize. I try to think about it from someone else's perspective. Right. I don't have alopecia. Uh, I'm not a black woman. I don't have a bald head. I have my hair, whatever. Uh, I also don't cry about like having a bald head or having this illness. So I'm not affected by it at all. Like I have no, I can't relate to her situation whatsoever. I don't know how she actually feels about the fact that her head is shaved. And I don't know how much she cries to her husband, Will Smith, behind closed doors or what they go through. I don't know anything about these people's relationship. I only know them from movies and that's fucking it. And the things they disclose on red table talk, I know nothing else. So when he said the GI Jane thing to me, I wouldn't think anything of it personally But apparently, that was a breaking point for Will Smith, who felt like he needed to stand up for his wife or like protect his wife, and to him that meant physically assaulting a fellow comedian slash actor slash friend. Now, I'm gonna have to disagree that
2: it was a breaking point because if it were a breaking point, I don't think he would have laughed at first.
1: That's that's why I think it was like some sucker shit because it it was
2: it was kind of laughs at the
1: joke and then. Jada, you see the camera like he's laughing and Jada's like she's pissed.
0: Jada's not having it.
1: And so the camera cuts and so either one of two things happens. Either he then sees his wife's face and then feels like, oh, I have to do something because she's upset or she legit says something to him and then he goes up and does something.
0: Or, and I'm going to offer this point and a lot of people say this and I think this is valid. This was mentioned on The Breakfast Club. Uh, Will Smith's laugh might not have actually been a laugh at the joke. There's a high chance that the laugh was genuinely one of those things that a people do just because everyone else is laughing. So you kind of do a fake laugh, like a ha ha, but yeah, it's actually, yeah. but you actually don't find it funny. Obviously, we don't know. Neither one of us on this podcast, yeah, yeah, we yeah. have we have no idea why he laughed. Maybe he thought that. Because to me, it wasn't even anything to laugh at. Like as I was watching it, right, like literally me and you, Kenny, we have a really crass sense of humor. I don't even think that shit was funny that he said. I mean, I'm being completely honest. It just wasn't.
1: He, hey, Chris, I, don't I don't think, I don't think he really thought it was, cause he even says like, ah oh, it's a light. Like he even says like, it's just like a nothing thing. Like he, he's like, oh, whatever. Like it's like a light one or whatever. Yeah.
0: Like that. Cause we know Chris Rock can really go in like Chris Rock.
1: Yeah, well, he says right after he says like, okay, I will. Like, I'm not going to say your wife's name. He mumbles. He goes, oh, I coulda. Like he makes it clear. Yeah, he like- had some heat he makes it clear he and had I, to eat. and
0: I heard Anthony mention last night on the critical hit plus stream like how when he heard that will Smith smacked Chris Rock over a joke he was like I gotta hear this joke yeah that's yeah, yeah. valid right because to me that makes so much sense if you heard that will Smith of all people smacked someone because they made a joke right you would be like whoa what this joke has to be insane I was
2: like I was like what's I was like this joke must have been foul as fuck
0: yes and then you hear the joke and you probably were just like me you were probably like what I was the fuck? like
2: I was like, where's
0: the joke? Yeah, Look, like, what, where the <laughs> where yeah are... like, where are the jokes? Yeah, like, where are the jokes? Like, to me, to you, like, every I, I think a lot of people watching it was kind of like, that didn't seem like an equivalent reaction to yes. what he said. Um, but the laugh, I specifically want to talk about the laugh, because, again, we're not in the head.
1: It could have just been, like, a nothing it, laugh.
0: It could, I just want to, oh, because you said one of two things. I think it's, like, one of three things. It could have been yeah, yeah. she said That's something, unfair. or he saw her, right? He saw his wife. Because she clearly didn't like it, right? So either she said something to him blatantly, that's one. Two, he saw her and was like, okay, I'm disgusted by this and I should have been laughing. That's two. And three is, he laughed nervously or just like, because literally the whole room kind of did like a, a chuckle type of thing. Yeah, yeah. And you're at the Oscars, he's an actor. It's so one of those things like, oh, I'm just laughing because it seemed like something to laugh at. Then you think about what was said and you're like, wait a second, that's actually yeah. not funny. I don't know which of those three happened, but I think it is one of those three. Whatever one it is, to me, it still doesn't justify him again, physically assaulting him, like, I don't agree with him attacking Chris Rock. I, I want to make that very clear at the start of this discussion, that his reaction to that quote-unquote joke did not warrant a physical assault of Chris Rock. Um,
1: I, I want to say, like, also, I've heard so many people say, like, well, you don't understand, like, you know, it's n- it's never okay to make fun of a, a woman and, like, the things she's going through and, like, all that just... People are saying a lot of stuff, right? And yeah, first of all, I I tend to take the opinion that like legit, he's a stand-up comedian. It's his job to say things. People have to remember that you, all of you have all laughed at a joke that somebody else was offended by. Yep. Most of comedy is that most of making jokes is, is just that. And then there's always the defense of, well, that wasn't even funny. A comedian's job is to be funny. It's like, it wasn't funny to you. Somebody laughed at whatever, you know, etc. So first of all, that, but second of all, the whole reason why they get comedians and things like that to go to the Oscars is to take the air out of the room because everybody's there. Being they all always pop- have a comedian host the right? Oscars every year. And they, their job is to roast the people in the crowd. That's what they do every year. The comedians yeah. roast the people in the crowd. That's kind of the point. So if you go to the Oscars, the Oscars have been around now for however many years. 94th. That was the 94th Oscars. Years, you know what the comedians do with the Oscars. They poke fun and make jokes at the the actors etc expense that's they might that's their- that shit now <laughs>
0: um, yeah so here's the thing i've seen now this is what i've seen online about that too there's so many layers to this uh i saw people say well they're not at a comedy show they're not at a comedy club they didn't go to see chris rock do comedy they came to be acknowledged that i'm receiving an award or i may be receiving an award not to be roast,
1: though, not to like be, you know not, the are.
0: not to be roasted on my physical appearance and not to be roasted on my illness. Now. Let's add the fact that, again, comedians do make fun of people and groups of people all the time. My favorite comedian, full disclosure, is Dave Chappelle, and he goes in on everybody. He calls gay people or like LGBT people the alphabet people. Um, He goes in on white people. He goes in on racist Republicans. He goes in on literally everyone. He goes in on every type of group of people. Uh, He even goes in on specific people. And... To stand up comedians, a lot of times, no one is safe. that's kind of kind of how they roll like no one is really safe. I think for Will Smith, I didn't know until after that Chris Rock has made many jokes about the Smiths throughout his career like there's a there's a there's a compilation out there right now on YouTube of just Chris Rock fucking with the Smiths, like just constantly making jokes about them. I think the most recent saying like Chris Rock had this come in for yes, years because no, no. of that so no. one of the things that he said was in i think in the 2016 oscars or something or grammys whatever it was that he was I, on
1: it's so funny he Go
0: mentioned ahead. uh oh it was when oscar's so white when that was trending yep. oscar's so white uh, chris rock said jada pinkett smith says she's boycotting the oscars he's like that's like me boycotting around panties like how am i going to boycott something that i haven't been invited to
1: <laughs> and then he says and then shout-out to Chris Rock for, like, shooting his shot. He goes, that's an invitation I would very li- I would very much accept. Like, yeah. so <laughs> shout-out was- to shooting the shot.
0: So he makes that joke. Then there's another video about how Jada Pinkett Smith was upset that her husband wasn't nominated uh, for one of his serious roles for an Oscar. And he says something about, like, you know what's really offensive is that he got paid $30 million to do, like, whatever. Wild Wild West. Wild Wild West. Wild, Wild Wild West. That, yeah, one of his really bad movies. Um and so that was another joke. And then it's just like, there's more in the compilation. I'm not going to go through every single one, but basically, there is a history of Chris Rock making fun of the Smiths. And I'm starting to wonder if behind the scenes, like something that the public doesn't really know or are fully aware of, that they actually do not like each other. I feel like Jada and Chris Rock, even if Will and Chris Rock are actually cool, I don't think Jada and Chris Rock are. I think that there's actually tension between those two people. I, I just feel like from her body language, from what he said at this Oscars, and also because apparently she was happy after what happened like she's...
1: she was so she was so happy when yeah. will smith gets his acceptance speech when he gets the oscar and he goes up there and he's like i'm a protector i'm a defender god sent me here as a vessel of love and like I defend my family, I'm a
2: river to my people. He legit says like
1: he says I'm a river to my people.
2: He quotes Lawrence of Arabia. I will. I look Will Smith. I'm sorry, you lost respect in my eyes, buddy. They cut Jada, yeah. and she
1: has this smug smirk on her face, and she's like nodding her head. I think she's behind like, yeah, it's closed
0: doors, Jada has mentioned to Will in passing that she does not like Chris Rock, and that she's probably annoyed. Like, oh, but think about who's hosting. And I just hope that we can get through this. You know, I think that they have those kind of I think that she vents that type of thing to him. Nothing wrong with that. People don't yeah. like people for whatever reason. I'm most,
1: I don't like August. It's my, ex- it's my least favorite month.
0: Exactly. <laughs> so there's definitely people that you just don't like for whatever reason. And I think that what happened is between her maybe confiding in him, uh, her husband, about how she felt about Chris Rock and then Chris Rock. You know, him making yet another joke at the Smith's expense was probably not only that, but the whole country has been making fun of Will Smith. There's been he's been in New Jordan. Crying the uh, meme. Yeah, yeah. He's pretty much been that the last two years because that's all them
1: though. When I the whole
0: know, August man. Alcina thing came out, yeah, they put that out themselves. That whole Red Table Talk oh, where.
2: So okay, okay. So what what what, what really happened? there? Because I didn't keep up with it. And as someone that is in in someone that is in an open marriage, I'm I'm like. So I will. I would like to know why Will Smith was crying.
0: So as best I can, uh, basically on Red Table Talk, there was an episode about Jada Pinkett Smith. Having what was referred to, and I'm sure you heard this word be used, an entanglement with her son, Jaden's friend, August Alcina. So this is Jaden's Oh, that's that's fucked up. I mean, it's not fucked up that it's another dude. It's fucked up that it's like her
2: son's friend. Oh, yeah. It's not only her
0: son's friend, but also, apparently, August Alcina, who suffers from mental health issues, he's been very vocal about that. He mentioned how, and also Jada mentioned, she admitted to it, that August Alcina was in a very dark place. And she was kind of acting as. Oh, she fucked him out of it? I'm sorry. She was kind of acting as a pseudo therapist for lack of better word. I don't know what to really call it, but when you're kind of consoling somebody and trying to help them through a dark place, whatever you want to call that type of person. So she was kind of being a motherly therapist, like person to her son's friend
1: and ends up
0: weird. All right. Ends up in a sexual relationship with her son's friend. And Will Smith admits how he, wasn't fully there for his wife when she needed him. Um, there's also an allusion. He doesn't blatantly say it, but there's an allusion to him also stepping out on his marriage. To him also, like, you know, she stepped out on her marriage. He all, people think they have an open relationship. They shut that down and said they don't have an open relationship. So I guess oh, at that point, so apparently yeah, they, they just cheated, cheated on each other. They just cheated on each yeah. other, which is, you know, that just happens, right? Like that. That we're not going like that's not that's not abnormal. Like that's just not abnormal, but. The whole entanglement thing with the kid who's your son's best friend or one of your son's close friends and you're being his therapist. Like fucking your therapist is crazy.
2: Like that, that is, is what you just also, what you just described to me is it's top predatory top top. Top. too. And it's super predatory. predatory. You like that is the equivalent of like uh, that trope, uh, that trope in, in in like fantasy where the girl was either assaulted or almost assaulted, and she's like, you know, she's just gone through that traumatic experience, and the guy like starts rubbing her inner thigh because you know <laughs> nothing <laughs> makes you feel better or recover from right. trauma than getting right. it fucked out of you. Like right. what?
1: Yeah. Nothing, oh man, <laughs> nothing helps you recover from an assault than sexual assault. So <laughs> like, there's a
0: movie the called part? The Last. I think it's called The Last Duel, and that literally, that exact scenario you just said literally happens in that movie, where the one of the main characters is actually sexually assaulted, and her husband comes back home, and he says to her, and she confesses like, hey, your best friend assaulted me while you were gone, because this is like Game of Thrones time, so they had to travel by horseback, he was going for a very long time, comes back, and she's like, your best friend came, he assaulted me, sexually assaulted me, and he's pissed, but then he's like, well, get on the bed, and she's like, what? And he's like... I'm not going to have him be the last person who was inside of you. It is very dark.
2: That's gnarly. Wow. It's very okay. dark.
0: Very, very dark. It's called The Last of It came out last year. Uh, the movie's actually really good. It's actually about that. It's it's about whether she was telling the truth or not, and she stands trial and everything. It's a really good movie. But not to get too far sidetracked, I just wanted to throw that out there, because the, that situation you were mentioning was not an ass pool. That's like a real yeah, thing. yeah. About. Like I don't want, I don't want people listening to this thing that like, what the fuck is he talking about? This is a thing that has happened so much that it's now in films, and it's not not even in just that 2021 movie. It's been in so much shit that women have been treated this way for years, for centuries. I've been I've been talked to by, uh... but yeah. So this is a real thing that does unfortunately happen. Uh, but yeah, her relationship with August Alcina is definitely predatory. There were all types of think pieces on that too, and it was it was a meme for a month. Uh, about the whole the word entanglement and how she refused to call it what it was was you had an affair with a kid uh and you know you stepped out on your marriage who knows if it was in retaliation for something will might have done but the point is they made this information public and so will smith was crying during the episode because he felt like he hadn't been a good husband and he became the new jordan crying face meme because you know when you put something on the internet that's just what it is like it the people can use it however they want not everyone's gonna sympathize with your situation, they're gonna a lot of people are gonna make jokes about it, they're gonna make fun of it. That's just what the internet has become, is as a standard. Um, I think that so we say all this to say, because the original point was a boiling point, and Will Smith has been teased over the last couple of years about this entire situation, the August Alcina thing, his wife stepping out on him, and how hard he's been going to protect Jada when she's out here apparently sleeping with someone else. Um, people have been making fun of him, and he's been getting trolled and he's been being asked these crazy questions. When he goes to the red carpets, even though he has this movie out where apparently he played, you know, a great character, he did a great job, he won the Oscar, so he apparently killed it, but no one's asking him about the movie, they're just asking him about, are you and your wife in an open relationship, uh, how do you feel about your wife sleeping with August Alsina, that type of thing.
1: Yeah, but that's that's one of the reasons why it feels like some sucker shit to me, is that, like, all of this information's out there, you guys put it out there, and I understand that it's annoying, and I'm not, like, the paparazzi can be very, very frustrating uh to people like for example the whole Britney Spears thing where you know it wasn't until years later where everybody is kind of like feeling sorry for Britney Spears and like yeah. free britney etc for the the shit that the paparazzi put her through and it wasn't okay then and it's not okay now in like the paparazzi constantly bombarding people and you know intruding on your life uh at, at the same time though they put all this information out there and they kind of already know how people act but then it it really did feel like in that moment he was going up to smack chris rock as like a way to save face like he's tired of all this other stuff so he like it, he like breaks or whatever and, we're, and then he goes yeah, and up. i'm going
0: to take it out on you now here's one of the things that i another layer thing he attacks chris rock who is a pretty small guy uh especially compared to will smith and people have asked like and even you, I heard you make the joke. If that's Fifty Cent hosting the Oscars, right? If Fifty Cent yeah, made that same that tour, was Fifty how Cent. How does this play out? I also wonder if he sized him up because you got to imagine people do choose their opponents. Like people pick who they yeah. want to. People pick who they want to tease, who they want to bully. Typically, bullies don't fuck with other people who are their size. Like when there's a bully, usually it's a big human being, someone who's really tall, really big, and they pick on people who are small. Like yeah. that is the typical bully. Chris
1: and, small. He's skinny. But yes. like Will Smith isn't jacked but he's he's bigger both height wise and width wise
0: and he's also been an action star a lot of the time like will smith is a like he's been trained physically and he's done a lot of action roles where he's we've seen will smith buff his shit
1: yeah i am legend
0: yeah i am legend there's a scene where you see him pretty much naked he's a pretty diesel guy when he wants to be but in general even without him training or anything he's just much bigger than chris rock and uh you have to wonder if part of the reason why he physically assaulted this man is because this is somebody who he knows won't fight back. I've never heard of Chris Rock ever being in a physical altercation with anyone. So there's an element of is he picking his opponents? And does that make him a bitch for doing that? Because that's definitely a question. Like, is, if it's Ben Diesel hosting the Oscars, if it's 50 Cent hosting the Oscars, does he still go up there and smack that person for making the exact same
1: joke? Yeah, because, like, 50 Cent, although not a comedian, he's a jokester. 50 Cent he, throws out clips and he jokes and things jok- like that. Oh, he's so he's a jokester. Yeah, sure. 50 Cent, one million percent, I could see him making the exact same comment. Oh, if he's
2: he would have said way worse. He would have actually said yeah. something
1: Wow. So, yeah. does Will Smith get out of his chair and fucking... Because, like, all fucking respect, and I'm, like, so happy Chris Rock didn't fight back. Like, I'm so happy that he, like, was, like, the professional in the situation And he, like, kept the show going. However, if you go up, if it was 50 Cent, for example, 50 Cent's not keeping the show going. Like, it would have gotten bad.
0: Yeah, it wouldn't have been smack and walk back to your seat calmly. No. With a lot of people, it wouldn't have gone that way. And I think that he, and that's that's part of the whole, like, did he really pick his opponent in that situation? Uh, Does it make him even more of a coward to attack someone who you know will not attack you back? And... It, it it's a it's a very sticky situation in general. I was very uncomfortable watching the unedited version because, like I said, when I first saw the clip, I was like, oh, well, that's fucking fake. That's a skit. Like, he smacked and walked back to a chair, and then Chris Rock says this little thing. I was like, this is obviously a skit. And then when I saw the unedited version, and you see everyone's face and how quiet it is when Will is yelling, it's so yeah, quiet. Yeah, yeah. I was like, holy shit, this is real. And I can't believe that what he said made him react like that. And I get it. Again, I started this podcast off saying you can't control how people react. I can go out here and say whatever I want. Somebody could call me the N word tomorrow and I could retaliate physically. Like they said words to me, and this has happened. Like, black people have retaliated physically to being called the N word. There's clips all online on Instagram right now of recent events where random Karens and Walmarts, random fucking people will just call a black person the N word and they'll get fucked up for it. Like, you can't control how people react. So, while yes, Violence is not always the answer. Some people choose violence. Some people yeah. just... So you you don't know what's going to happen. Again, it's, it doesn't make it right, but you just yeah. do not know how someone's going to react to the words you say.
1: But it's one of those things, too, where the setting and the context is always important. Setting like,
0: and context matter a lot.
1: Like, if Fraser goes outside and he goes shopping tomorrow and somebody just starts calling him the N-word, that's a lot different than, like, if he goes... To an award show where we know there's going to be a comedian that's going to roast people. You know a
0: ground. comedian's hosting it. You know the comedians always roast some of the people at the fucking award show. Like, that's just... Yeah. This is not new. Like, we're, we're not breaking new ground by having a comedian host and a comedian make jokes about the actual guest. That's just not... Yeah. That's nothing and new.
1: I brought this up the other day. This is in contrast to Will Smith years ago in France smacked a paparazzo. Yep. Because... The, uh, it was much his,
0: lighter, granted. I did I know yeah. exactly what you're talking about. It wasn't but it wasn't in up. like a super aggressive and heart like harsh way, but he did smack the guy.
1: Yeah. But but in this instance I think Will Smith was in the right in that this guy runs up and, like, forces, like, this random guy, yeah. and he literally, he sexually assaults Will Smith. He, he forces does. a kiss on him. That's sexual assault, right? Yep. And then Will Smith smacks him in retaliation. He's like, the fuck's wrong with you? because you not that Will
0: instance, to somebody. It is 100%. Like, if it's sexual assault. If, if I fucking walk up to a random girl right now and kiss
1: her. And like, kiss that's her, not, yeah. That's not okay. Yeah, that's sexual assault. So, in that instance, it's like, you know, no big deal. I don't think Will Smith's right. a bad guy. Yeah, but that was this, barely
0: even news. That that story yeah. just kind of blew over. Like nobody was I don't even think Will Smith got sued for that or anything. I think it was just kind of like, all right, well, that happened.
2: I mean, he wouldn't get sued if it went to court, it would be, you know, yeah. on But versus, I'm versus, I'm not kinda surprised that the guy himself, so
0: right. I'm surprised the guy didn't try to sue because you know Will Smith is worth yeah, hundreds yeah. of millions. You know what I mean? Just try to get a bag. But yeah, mm-hmm. you were right, Anthony. Like, there's no way that would blow over well in court. Like, dog, you, no, you kissed him. Know. You kissed him unprovoked. You can't do that. Uh, how do you guys feel about So I normally am on the side of comedians uh, when they go in on groups of people or people or whatever like that. I, I usually think, you know, comedy has a certain pass when it comes to discussing issues, because again, my favorite comedian is Dave Chappelle. And I can't be a hypocrite because Dave Chappelle makes fun of, again, the LGBTQ community. He makes fun of the black community. He makes fun of OJ. He makes fun of rape victims when he... Talks about uh, Bill Cosby, one of his, you know, best Netflix series that came out and during the pandemic, I think in 2020, he talks about he rapes and he saves talking about Bill Cosby and all his victims and stuff. I like a lot of Dave Chappelle's comedy as harsh as it is. Um, And so I'm wondering because on one hand, I do feel bad about Jada's condition. I'm not going to lie. Like, I feel bad that she had to cut her hair off because she has alopecia and she has an illness. And I think I sympathize with that part. I Again, I, my hair is fine. Like, I don't have that issue. So I can only sympathize so much, but I only sympathize because my I had a grandmother, uh, who passed away from cancer, and obviously you know what happens when you have cancer—you go through chemo, you lose your hair, stuff like that. So I know, I like from my family what it's like for somebody to literally cry and feel bad, a woman because she lost her hair. Like I know what it's like for a woman to literally cry because she lost her hair, and so a part of me does sympathize with being mocked or made fun of because of your illness that you can't control um your parents that you can't like you you know she could wear like yes she could wear a wig she could do whatever but like at the end of the day like you did still lose your hair and everyone knows it, it is what it is and she put out this like whole thing about having alopecia and her journey with that and how difficult that's been like what do you guys how do you guys feel about well that?
2: as a bald person no i'm kidding it's different um I, 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 is it no, I mean I'm not a I'm not a woman. So like uh, like men going bald is much more it solid, is it's like so different than than yeah, a, it is different.
1: It's so. one of those things that I, I do find interesting. Where it's like if you make fun of a fat guy, nobody cares. Yeah. If you make fun of a fat woman, you're the worst person on the planet. This is
0: true. There are double standards true. for sure. And like, there's
1: it's like for sure double standards on this. Like there is. What what is called male pattern baldness, and it's to the point where it's common, it's acceptable that a lot of guys do go bald. However, it doesn't change the fact that those guys do feel like shit. There's a reason why there's a whole bunch of products out there to Tons. get your hair back, Tons. to regrow your hair. I know people personally that has gone through it. So, like, those men go through some situations to get, some get really depressed and emotional because they're losing their hair, but nobody cares, and it's an open season to make fun of them at all times. But what happens to a woman... True all of a sudden you're evil and things like that. I just, I have a really hard time feeling bad. Cause it's like, I'm not here for the double standard. Like I don't like,
0: okay. But how about this? So here, just ahead. because people don't treat men the way uh women get treated or they don't treat women the way men get treated does not necessarily make it okay for us to diminish women who experience this, like to diminish their experience yeah, yeah. and just kind of, you know what I mean? I get what you're saying. Like men, don't get the same treatment when they're going bald. They get made fun of or they just like, people talk about the George Jefferson, right? That's like the classic where you're bald in the middle but your sides are still growing. People talk about the George Jefferson and that's a common thing that you just hear, not in the black community but just period. Like, oh God. Yeah, period. George
1: Stanza.
0: Yeah, like people talk Mm -hmm. about that shit all the time and no one, like you said, when people say, oh, he has the George Jefferson, he needs to cut that shit off. No one really bats an eye or gets thrown in a frenzy about it but does that make it okay that men are teased about it and no one cares. And so women no, should be teased Not to- I,
2: I I actually I loved my hair. I had really nice hair.
1: You did have nice hair for and a no
2: year. one and no, shut the fuck up. You <laughs> see? And that's it. That's it. Now if I went, if I went to fucking if I went to Philadelphia and smacked the, the shit out of Kenny, would I be wrong?
0: I mean, would I be wrong for that? <laughs> listen, I can't tell you how to feel if people made fun of you for something. Um it's just that. You know, it's hard because it's an illness. Uh, she, you know, she has this illness that she, again, she can't control. And yeah, she obviously didn't like the joke. It was in poor taste. So I, I do want to say this. The joke was trash. Like, the joke was not good. It wasn't funny. Uh, it was definitely in poor taste, I feel like, because it it it's a joke about someone's actual fucking illness, which I just, I don't think that's necessary to do. I think Chris Rock is funny without doing that. But I also, again, just don't agree with, like, him being slapped for making a no. joke.
1: What's interesting is I also think I've seen that she in, she's talked about a lot, her condition, mm-hmm. and she has even compared herself to G.I. Jane. And when I look, figured that part out, because she has compared herself to G.I. Jane on some occasion, I honestly think that Chris Rock knew that. There's no way for me to know that without talking to him personally. But I think she has publicly mm. compared herself to G.I. Jane already. So I think when Chris Rock said that, he was A, like making a soft joke, but also he knew that this was something she said about herself. And so he just also said it. And I think you could, cause she compared herself to GI Jane in, in terms of being strong and et cetera and things like that. So I think he was also doing, like, I think it was like a joke, but also this, like Let she me ask also made a this. reference.
0: So did you know, according to Charlemagne from the breakfast club, Charlemagne the God, uh, he spoke to Chris Rock the day after the Oscars and Chris Rock told Charlemagne that he did not know she had alopecia. So, okay, so when he made the joke,
1: he just thought she shaved their head. He
0: thought she just shaved their head. This is a, again. I don't know if that's actually true, but Charlemagne. I mean, I don't know why he would lie about this on the radio because he could be sued over this. But like he said that he talked to Chris Rock personally, and that he said he did not know she had that condition. Now, that could I be true.
2: I didn't know she had it. I didn't no. know either.
0: So. Yeah, that that could be totally because like you're not responsible to know the health conditions of everybody in the audience, right? Like
1: yeah, yeah, you, yeah you, that like, would be ridiculous. Like
0: Angelina Jolie has breast cancer. I know that, but like a lot of people just don't, that. a lot of people don't know that. And they don't, it's not your responsibility to necessarily know that either. Right. Like you're not held yeah, responsible because yeah. you didn't know Angelina Jolie didn't has breast cancer. Like that's not your responsibility. Um, but people were like, well, does that change things? Cause, cause I want to talk about all the layers of this, right? Like he doesn't know. And you're telling me right now, this is news to me, I didn't know this, that apparently she has compared herself or likened herself to G.I. Jane. I don't know what context she she said it in. Like,
1: Yeah, I don't know the exact context either. I don't know the it's... context,
0: but she's compared herself in some way to G.I. Jane herself. So if he's if he's saying this, this joke, and again, I don't even know if it was really a joke. It it really just kind of wasn't to me, but again, whatever. Um, It's coming from a comedian, so I guess people are going to call it a joke no matter what.
2: Look, the only thing that made it a joke is that Will Smith had the punchline, because... <laughs> like it wasn't it wasn't a joke it just wasn't it was just an off comment
1: yeah i I think it was just like a passing thing it was like part of the roast mindset of the oscars and that people get it It was just kind of like a passing
0: how do you feel if he doesn't know that she has alopecia i think it's clear how you feel right like i don't know you have this illness even
2: even if even if he did know that she had it here's and like to your to your earlier question right about Comedians making jokes about demographics of people, blah, 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 They blah, go blah, in. Stuff, Dave Chabot's right? my favorite. He goes in. It honestly doesn't matter what joke you make as long as it's funny. That's true. That is if the golden it's rule. Funny, if it's funny, it's cool. But if it's not, then people then get upset.
0: That's true. And, because... and I, know what, I know Kenny's about to talk about, I know you have something that you always say about this. You don't yeah. know. I'm going to let you go into it, but I'm gonna, I just want to say this before you start. Um, I agree with you, Anthony, 100%. When it comes to comedians there is kind of this golden unspoken rule. You can get away with really anything. I mean anything as long as that shit is funny. Look, and- I was at a I was at a stand up
2: for for a friend. I was at a stand up sh- I was at a stand up show for a friend and uh one of the comedians came out and he he said that he wa- he would like the joke was that he would like to give the audience AIDS. That was the joke. Right now, saying that that sounds fucking awful. Yeah, right? out of context, that sounds crazy. But that joke was so fucking funny, and everybody was laughing their asses off, and
0: no one, no one was and, super offended about well, no, I shouldn't say no, no one. But the them, the but general, yeah. the general consensus in a room was laughter. Yeah, because and, the setup, the, the setup, and the
2: execution of the joke was great.
0: Yeah, like he, it, was, he, it was a good joke. And so the same thing with Dave Chappelle's special trigger warning, but he says about Bill Cosby, like you know he rapes and he saves, and. <laughs> <laughs> like again, I love every time I hear that. It's just it's, so,
2: fucked
0: it's up. so ridiculous, right? And a lot of people could be offended by that, like a lot of people. But the room erupted in laughter. If you it's still still on Netflix, the room erupted in laughter because the setup and the whole thing, and Dave Chappelle, his mannerisms, his facial expressions, it was hilarious. Now, again, I'll let Kenny go into the golden rule about it's. It's okay if everyone, if people laugh, right? It's okay if it's funny. Kenny, how do you feel about that golden rule?
1: Well, I mean, yeah. So I, what comedians? The, the problem with a joke, right? Like you don't know. I at the end of the day, it's like, and I, you know, I don't want to. I, I do repeat this a lot, but you know, I don't want to take credit for it. I got this from the late Patrice O'Neill. Okay. Um, Patrice O'Neill was an amazing comedian, but he was also somebody that got in a lot of trouble because he was very. He he got real close to that line, and sometimes he blatantly just stepped over the line and said, what? But um, the the whole idea is that you don't know if a joke's funny, right, until you say it. And when, when a comedian's telling a joke and working on a joke, like, they have an idea for what is funny and what's going to be funny. But at the end of the day, you really don't know what's going to work. I know Bill Burr, for example, had a joke one time that made fun of veterans, Right. And you know, Americans, if you make fun of them veterans,
0: that's another, yeah, that's a big one.
1: But Bill Burr, he, he's in an interview one time says the very first time he told that joke, he told it to veterans. He made sure the very first time he told it, he went to like a veterans thing and he told the joke to where the entire crowd was military people and everybody laughed and loved the joke. And so he was like, all right, cool. The next time he tells the joke, some random white lady gets up on stage and starts yelling at him and saying how he can't make fun of the veterans and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, lady, like, I told this joke to the vet. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's like, you never know who is going to get offended. Like, there's so many times when somebody might say a black joke and all the black people love the joke. But then some random white guys like that joke is problematic.
0: Yeah, the white, the like, white guys shut the fuck
2: up. Yeah. But you Shut know up. that kind of that kind of highlights my entire thing. And my one of my one of my main issues with the way that people have responded to this? And honestly, I don't really care about the slap itself and what happened between the rocks and the Smiths or whatever. Right, right. My biggest issue is people's fucking response to this slap. I didn't know. <laughs> like this is That's what Kim so Kardashian wanted. Awesome. Kim Kardashian wanted this when she said she broke the internet. This is what she wanted because this yeah. shit has really like, did, people are confronting each other. They're like, "You're no longer my friend." I thought you were better, and I'm just like, "Yo,
0: he just." It's like, more just, controversial than that fucking dress from years but, ago.
2: But the issue that I have is if Jada was upset, she is entitled to her feelings, and I can't. You know, I can't tell. Yeah, we she can't, was, we like, can never know, she change know, that. More, but the people that are getting upset on her behalf shut the fuck up. Y'all can shut the fuck I up. I do. <laughs> yeah. And, that's true. And that's like, kinda that, that that's kind of like the that's the whole thing, right? It's because like a lot of these people that are being upset on Jada's behalf probably
0: laughed at a 9-11 joke. And if you're gonna have this or like just jokes that target other people, like gay jokes and fucking uh, you know all, ki- all Chinese, kinds dude,
1: of Chinese jokes like I swear like nobody who stands up, for the, who Chinese stands up jokes? for the
0: Chinese who stands up for the Asians there's, they're so, fun of?
1: there's so many like Chinese jokes that just like go and nobody at any ever like ever goes hey man that's fucked up and man. they just go like Chinese yeah. like people have no quarrels with making fun of Chinese people and I feel like even today like where everybody's become more progressive and more sensitive I feel like there's still so many times where Chinese jokes just get over and nobody says anything about it. Yeah,
0: because it's, typically right. no one, true. no one's fighting for them the same way people fight for, like, the other demographics who are marginalized and stuff like that. Cause, I mean, Asian people are definitely a marginalized group of people. There's that whole thing that happened last year. I think it was last year where they were saying, you uh, know, stop Asian hate. There were hate crimes going on all across the yeah, country. Yeah. But, yeah, people fly off with all kinds of Asian jokes all the time. And that's that's a, that's its own problem. I saw a lot of people saying, like, this is a black woman's problem because, you know, like, black women in their hair, there's already that stigma uh, that has been placed on black women about their hair. You know, you've had media say things like nappy-headed hoes way back in the day when we were kids. You heard that um, said by about the WNBA players. There's been all types of things about black women in their hair. So this is a very touchy subject to a demographic of people that is not represented in this podcast. Like, we're all men. Yeah, um, yeah, two of us black men. And we like it's it's always one of those things where I i will say this before doing this episode, I did kind of want to reach out to a black woman just to have that perspective about how they feel in it because a lot of the people that I see up in arms about it and talking about this, uh who feel like Will Smith did the right thing or he's protecting were black women, black women who feel like I'm tired of people getting to discuss black women's appearance and to uh attack black women's appearance. And no one stands up for us. Like, no one says anything when Black women are made fun of. You get all of these Black men who literally pretend to be women and parodied us, like uh, Martin and Jamie Foxx and, uh, like, all of them. You know, Tyler Perry. Like, it's Eddie Murphy. Apparently, you know, I'm not a Black woman, so I can't speak from that perspective, but apparently a lot of them do not like that shit. They don't like that people target their appearances and and over-exaggerate it or make fun of how they look and their appearance and things like they can't necessarily change, like being curvaceous and stuff like that. And they feel like the retaliation that Will Smith made is correct. And they want that to be uh, a lesson or kind of like a warning that don't target us anymore. Like this is what could happen to you. So proceed with caution in the future. And
1: you know what I wish happened if that's the case though, because I think this goes back to what if it was 50 cent on stage? I wish Jada got up and did it herself then. That, like honestly, yes. Like, if Jada got up and yeah, smacked him, I still, I still wouldn't agree with it. But it, like, I think yeah, it makes a different statement.
0: That would, that would, that would have been a very different statement because I think that we would be having a completely different conversation.
1: I, I do, I do think so. I do think so. Because she
0: Instead, was that, the that, target. We got, all the,
2: we got all the Hoteps coming out, being like, "Yeah, that king protected his queen," and I'm just like, "Man, that energy is toxic." As but fuck he was too.
0: also just kind of protecting his own ego, like Will Smith. Uh, yeah,
1: that's what Will, it felt like to me. Honestly, Will Smith. More
0: wrote in his book and I got this from the Breakfast Club, so this is a take that I recently heard but apparently Will Smith in his book that just came out uh, he talked about how he suffers from trauma as a child when his dad used to beat his mom his that he grew up in a household where his dad would beat his mom and he always felt like a coward and like he was inadequate and that he couldn't protect women in his life because he watched his dad beat his mother his entire childhood and he did nothing about it so okay. he al- he already has a chip on his shoulder about women in his life being unprotected while in his presence okay now, well if that's if that's the case this is not a healthy way to to deal with that trauma right. that you know that's not a healthy way to process that well like, that's the thing it's it's not healthy at all the way he's handled it, because he's pretty much bottled this up and now yeah. it's it's exploded and it's manifested into something violent and this could have gone any kind of way. Like, imagine if this didn't happen at the Oscars, but this just happened. Imagine if Will Smith was just interviewed by someone. You don't know if people have weapons. Like, you don't know if people can defend themselves in ways that might. That guy, Like, I know uh, Jude, Judd Apatow. He's a famous, like, producer. He said, you know, Chris Rock could have fell to the ground and hit his head and anything could happen. Right. Now, while that yeah, is... Yeah. While that is such a, like, you know, if it didn't happen, I don't like to do those hypotheticals too much. With That's like super extreme. Because Judd was like, he could have died. He literally said that in a tweet, which was just so ridiculous to me. Like, I kind of laughed at it because it was like, that's just so over like, the top.
1: There's a one. Yes, mm, he could have. Sure, he could have fallen in the air and fucking died. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, he I said, can. like, he
0: could have died. And, like, I get it. Yes. Like, anything could have happened. But, like, depending on the situation, like, you don't know again what the reaction is like chris rock could have just started fighting will smith and and yeah anything could have happened uh chris yeah. rock could have retaliated with a weapon later on in the night and anything could have happened like there's a million possibilities there's a million timelines that,
1: that reminds me of one, this is one time when i was really young right i remember i was out i was going somewhere with my friend lamar and ralph and lamar's like three or four years older than me right is he black and so we're his, I'm all I'm gonna say is his name's Lamar. I mean, I <laughs> wow! <laughs> you show me how many fucking Irish people you <laughs> know. Lamar.
0: Oh man, I always love asking you that question. My, Go ahead.
1: My name is Lamar O'Shea. Like that doesn't that doesn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't happen.
0: I'm gonna find a white Lamar O'Shea now. Yeah, I'm gonna find a Lamar O'Shea.
1: Anyway, though, know. we're walking and there's so we're, it's snowing out, and um, some random kid gets a snowball. And he starts throwing snowballs at us. And we don't know who this kid is. Right. And Lamar ends up catching him and like holds him and like really like does a son moment. He goes, yo, man. And the kid's like younger than him. He might have been my age. He goes, yo, you don't know. I could have had a gun. And he just like right. randomly because the kids just starts like throwing snowballs at us and all this other shit. He's like, yo, I'm just letting you know, man, like you're throwing snowballs at me. Like you don't know who I am. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. And I like, could be
0: a loose cannon. I could be somebody yeah. who was incarcerated. And I am institutionalized and I'm violent. I could be a violent criminal. You have no idea.
1: Exactly. And he's telling this kid, because like the neighborhood we lived in isn't the best neighborhood. It's a neighborhood where people could have guns. Yes. And he was like, dude, you don't know me. Where and I just want you to guns. know. He was like, you sh- just like, don't throw like you- I could have had a gun. Yeah, and I he's, trying to help. he's trying to
0: help. He's not. He's like, listen, you don't know how I could have reacted. You don't know me. And anything could have just happened. I could have been some lunatic who starts shooting at kids. Yeah. Over a snowball because, you know, telling someone a joke, like, like, I guess saying a joke about someone and then getting physically assaulted is not something that we expect. Like, I don't, I, nah. I, I'm I, going to be honest. I'm a guy who I think I'm pretty funny and I joke about people all the time. I have made jokes about people's appearance for sure. I've made jokes about people's everything. Like I've joked how every, pretty much every other human being has joked. I'm not some saint. I'm a human being. I'm a, I've, trust I've,
1: me, I'm a victim.
0: Yeah, exactly. I've made, I've made jokes about literally all of my friends and like, you know, it's my friend. So I'm choosing in that, in that case, like I'm choosing, oh, this is my friend. I can get away with this. I don't do it with the random strangers, but I do make jokes that are definitely, uh, you know, crass or off the cuff that are just like, holy shit. Like, how could you say that? But it's like, it's my friend. He's fine. You know what I mean? Like he's fine. I'm fine with that joke. Um, or they're fine with that joke. But again, you just never know how someone's going to respond. Like you said, in that scenario, well, your friend Lamar, like he's telling that person, look, you throw snowballs at me. I, you don't know if I have a pistol and and you don't know if, if I do have it, if I'm going to use it, you don't know if I'm a lunatic, you don't know what could happen.
1: Yep. Yep.
0: Uh, It doesn't make it okay. But again, just for your own protection, for your own protection, it's probably not best practice for you to throw snowballs at random strangers.
1: I'm just random strangers. Yeah. And it's, it's definitely not good practice to go up on stage. This is another thing. And I know, once again, I don't know if this will end up happening, but I do think it's a possibility. I, it sets a bad example, Will Smith going does. up the stage and it just really smacking does. a comedian, because this could end up now happening at comedy shows where people think, oh, I can do that? Like I can. And two things. One, like don't do that. Yes. But number two, you're not Will Smith, and you're not going to get away I with it. I was about he... to say
0: that Will Smith is Will Smith. And if you don't know what I mean by that, this is a rich and powerful man. So he literally was able to walk back to his seat sit down, and nothing happened. The producers didn't come And win an Oscar
1: an hour later.
0: Nothing happened to him. Literally nothing happened to Will Smith. But that's not how it plays out for 99.9% of human beings in the world that just smack someone. 99.9% of the times, if you smack, if a man smacks another man, there's going to be a physical altercation that could result in anything. Anything could happen. Will Smith was able to do what he did because he's a very privileged person. He's been rich, borderline his whole life at this point. Yeah, way I mean, more than the, he's i mean he's 50 when years
1: the old bel-air come out like he's
0: like,
2: 50 he 19, now. All, all he's been rich know. for longer than he hasn't so yes he's been yeah. rich
0: way longer than he hasn't been so like he's a very privileged person and maybe that plays into this too maybe that's the reason why he felt so comfortable that he could do some shit like that because yeah. like, the way he walked back to a seat and just sat down is absurd to me like he didn't even expect a response from from chris rock yeah, he yeah. kind of just like did it turned his back on him you just aggress someone Put your back to them and just sat back down as though nothing happened. It's ridiculous. Wow.
2: This has been a deep dive. Indeed. Will Smith versus Chris Rock. And that is honestly probably my biggest issue with the entire thing is that it has become a deep dive. It's become this really weird dialogue where I'm just like, bro, like he just slapped him. Why is this the thing that everybody's going off on? And like to the point that you were making earlier about like you were like, oh, I, you know, I was considering should i uh invite a black woman on right okay so here's my feelings on that right i'm black and i'm gay i may not be i may not be trans i may not be a woman i may not be uh i may not have a disability but my black ass is gay i get where you're coming from like you know like i feel like there's a certain point where like like, these these oppression Olympics get, like, it gets too
1: performative. It gets, yeah, like, yeah. too performative where you're, like, well, I have, like... Because everybody's got their and, own little problem, and everybody tries to say, well, you don't know what it's like for me. It's like, dude, like, I get it.
2: And, like, when people try to, like, hit me with that, I'm like, look, I'm a gay black man in America. I, I can empathize with... I can empathize pretty heavily with where you're coming from. So, like, this... To me, this situation, Will Smith, Mac, and Chris Rock, is not, should not, should not be the catalyst for let's talk about black women's hair. Like, that's, it's just, it's just not, it's just not that deep. I just feel like it's just not that deep. I don't know, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe we get a bunch of black. Yeah, I and that, here's but, the thing
0: I, Anthony, I have struggled with this for the past three days. I don't know what the right like because like these are all opinions all of of these opinions expressed by us are our own individual feelings on it like me anthony and kenny we all have our own individual opinions i struggle because what what you just said is how i kind of feel parts of that too like with the trauma olympics that we kind of have where it's like well jewish people went through this and black people went through this and certain groups of you know Trans people go through this and gay people go through this and lesbians go through this and the military, you know, it's, it's everyone, like a lot of di- different marginalized groups of people have their problems. And then we're, we're like comparing them. And I hear a lot of people say, especially, um, there was that famous, I think it's either Martin Luther King or Malcolm X, but says the most disrespected woman and, or the, the most disrespected person in the world is the black woman. There's like a famous speech about that and how black women are like the bottom of the totem pole. Like they're the, they're the lowest class of person. They're made fun of the most that are brunt of more jokes. Than everyone else They're picked on the most, just like they're the lowest class citizen compared to, compared to everyone else by the way America treats them. And I don't like um, the idea of just accepting that. Like, I don't like the, and I, but I'm not a black woman, but I don't like the idea of just being like, yeah, that's true. So like, you know, let us compare every time you compare anything to a black woman's trauma we say, well, it's a black woman and and because they're at the bottom of the totem pole, no one else can say anything about it. Like that,
2: well, see, here's, here's the important thing about that, right? Because Malcolm X was hundred percent right. That statement is absolutely right. But what a lot of people don't do when they hear statements like that is think about them, right? Because like if we're if if we're like if we modernize that statement, then the black trans gay a woman with a disability is at the bottom of the totem
0: pole. Right. Like she
2: right? Yeah. So so like what you then have to do is like try to recontextualize what what Malcolm X is saying and why he's saying it. It's not particularly that black women are at the bottom of the totem pole. It is understanding that the social dynamic of being black and then being not a man right. in particular in American society is always like it just gets every every short straw they draw every short straw i acknowledge
0: like i acknowledge that i have even though i'm black i have privileges because i am a man like i acknowledge that that is a thing like there are certain privileges that i have because i am male like that is just a fact like i have no problem admitting that whatsoever like that is just a undeniable fact being a man in this country in particular It just puts you at a higher class technically like then being born a woman. It's fucked up that it's like that, but that is the reality of the situation. And no matter what
2: demographic you're a part of, like excluding race, no matter what demographic you're a part of, race will always be like one of the final determining factors. If you're a part of the trans community, then you will be more looked down upon if you are black and in the trans community. If you're a part of the gay community, then same thing. Yeah, adding
0: black to it, adding woman to it, these
2: things compound. it's understanding that him saying that statement isn't like it's not set in concrete it is it is what he said can contextualize for the time that he said it and in the time that he said it being black and not a man in America not it's not a it's not a good combo as far as like society looks at you
1: yeah right? also so, to, to add on to what you said and like in that exact same situation, what he said is 100% true, but, you know, gay people existed back then too, but they were even right. more, right? But, you know, they weren't talking about that really at the time, but, but yeah, I mean, there's always kind of something to add to it.
0: Yeah, it's hard. This is, I mean, that part of it is hard. Like you said, though, your, your original point was, I don't think that this is a conversation necessarily about black women's hair, right? Like, I don't, this is not. I just, I
2: just hate that this is like the catalyst for having that conversation. Like, I'm just like, why? I don't
1: know. It's just, it's, well, it's I dumb. think. I think our friend Nick the other day made a good point in that Nick's, his stance on this was that, you know, he thinks it was wrong. He thinks it's wrong to, you know, physically assault somebody for saying a joke. But then on the note of it being about black women's hair, it's wrong regardless of what race Will Smith is. It was wrong, right? If it was, if Will Smith was white and Jada was white, it doesn't suddenly become okay or not. Okay. Like, like, The situation, I think, is the same. And I kind of agree with the idea of consistency where it's like, regardless of whether or not Chris Rock's white, black, or Chinese, whether or not Will Smith's white, black, or Chinese, the color of your skin has no indication on whether or not either side is right or wrong. Either side's right or wrong depends on either side being right or wrong.
0: And I think the reason why people are defending it is because there's a stigma with black yeah. women in their hair. It's black people in our hair, honestly. Like we're just Yeah, yeah. There's just been a stigma with our hair in general. Um, the word nappy obviously goes all the way back to slave times, but like there's a stigma in this country and not just I guess in the world really, there's a stigma about black people's hair. So that's that's why people are defending Wilson Smith They're 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 yeah, yeah, they're adding layers to it that might not necessarily even be there for for, like, Jada and Will, like, the whole black yeah, yeah. hair thing. Like, I maybe Will really wasn't thinking about a black woman's hair. Maybe he was really thinking about it, like, it's He's just about life. his wife. It's just, yeah, yeah. Wife. White or I'm black. I guarantee you, in that moment, Will Smith yeah. wasn't like,
2: I'm going to stand up for all black women. No, women yeah, like, I'm going to go and smack the shit out of this motherfucker because mm-hmm. how dare he?
1: That's such a good point, though. And this, is, this transcends this discussion. Something that I think is so frustrating about moments like this in general is the rest of the world analyzes it. You have to, rem- when things happen in the moment, you don't think about them. Like, yeah, exactly when when it happened, Will Smith didn't do a fucking dissertation in his head about the history of black women and their hair. He just reacted to his wife. You know what I mean? Like, he wasn't he thinking about his emotions. It was yeah, completely
0: so, an emotional reaction.
1: But then... The internet and the world goes, oh, but this is what it really means. And this is why he did it. It's like, no, that's not what happened. Because when you're in real life situations, you're never thinking about all of that. You're just moving with whatever's happening right now. So I said this,
0: I, I'm a person who, um, in the past, I admit that I have been violent when someone has used words against me. I, as a, as a teenager, there was a time where somebody said something about my mom that I did not like, and I literally smacked them. This is this is a this is a fact uh, someone said something about my mom we were going back and forth we were arguing back and forth and he said something about my mom it wasn't a uh, just your mom type of thing which is yeah, yeah. Like whatever it he was said he, something for real. he said something about my mom and I got up and smacked him and he obviously he didn't see it coming he didn't know it was gonna happen but I smacked him right and he didn't do anything about it he could retaliate that's not even the point but the fact is I in my past have done this um, and I was reacting off of pure adrenaline and the feeling I got when this person said something about my mom who I felt very protective about and I didn't like what he said and it just it just riled me up out of nowhere. Like, I didn't even know that, that was in me. Cause I'm not yeah, you
1: just it just happened. Like, exactly. he said it and then like he said it and then you were hitting him. Like, yes,
0: like it was an auto-response. I'm gonna be honest, like I don't eat I kinda like blacked out almost. Like not literally, but I kinda just after it, it just happened, happened. Yeah. I was like, holy shit, like I just physically assaulted somebody because they said something to my mom. It was just words, but like I couldn't handle it. And I'm saying that because Will Smith's re- like, I don't like, obviously, yes, I don't agree with what Will Smith did, but again, there are some things that you could say to people that will get them to be violent. There are words, like people think that there are no words that you could say. That can make somebody that should make somebody physically assault you. I don't agree with that. I think that there are things that you can say that will get a physical reaction from certain people, and a lot of it usually is like talking about people's dead relatives, right? Like that could be a really sour spot. Like if you said something about somebody who was dead,
1: and in general, I think hitting people should be more acceptable. As a side note, I do think in <laughs> an a anor- no, for real, look in a normal setting, right? Yeah, if they're if if Chris Rock and Will Smith are just two guys at you know on the block and. One says something about... And, like, I do think there needs to be a precedent for, like, checking someone's mouth. Because sometimes yeah. people say a little bit too much that's thinking they saying. can get away the, with
0: it. I started this podcast off saying that it, the internet has gotten people to be brazen. Yeah,
1: people and so... Just, people you need just to be able to get checked dead, sometimes. Your dead grandma. I just think, like,
0: they'll just fucking say it. They'll just say something about your dead grandma. Like, on the internet, like, that's okay. But they would never say that to you in person. Do you know why? Because they're afraid of getting yeah. hit in the face. But I feel yeah, like yeah, because we've been behind computers for so long people have started to forget that you can be hit like that people will hit you and I'm yeah. again this is not even a will smith chris rock situation this is just period i'm talking about like yeah. now i'm just talking about in general like you're saying about being hit
1: because no i yeah i think that like once again i said setting and context matters and the setting and context of the oscars or whatever it being like what like i think it was ridiculous yeah but in a general setting when you're just on the street you know, sometimes people say things not realizing that like you can be checked.
0: Yes. And
2: again, so, so yeah, go so ahead. So what I'm getting from y'all is let yeah, me yeah. like y'all want to go and hit people. Understood. <laughs>
1: Dude, I want to <laughs> hit it, people. All right. I want <laughs> oh, yeah. to No, no, I'm I'm saying, I, guess
2: I, I guess I have a more All right. So I guess I have a, a more like I I don't want this to sound insulting, a more a more civilized outlook on it, right? You can call it <laughs> well, what you want.
1: Well, I'm, I'm insulted. <laughs> You can generally, you can call it what you want. Generally,
2: people shouldn't be going around hitting folks. That said, I am not someone that says violence is never the answer because yeah, yeah. I guess the way I view it is like I look at something like Stonewall. Violence was absolutely the answer. Yep. In that case, yep. violence was the end. And in a situation where, in a situation where, what you're saying could uh, could actually harm like somehow incite harm or cause harm to either an individual or a demographic of people if violence is the the path that you choose then like power to you which i guess is kind of why like i think this situation is kind of like a
0: uh, this situation is between two privileged groups of people right 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 right. these are two very privileged groups of people um it's over a joke and it's also some shit that Will Smith is doing, his own trauma response, because it's a trauma response. What he did was a trauma response from his childhood. I'm just calling it what it is. He already has blatantly said that he's had issues with the way his mom was beaten as a kid and feeling powerless. And maybe that was a trigger for him. What Chris Rock said was a trigger for him, and it made him react like that. Again, I think violence is sometimes warranted like like how you just i really do i feel that like i that is an opinion expressed by me is not by anybody else like i feel like sometimes violence is the only way because as a black man in this country and knowing our history sometimes violence was the only way for us to get our fucking point across so i empathize with people who are like sometimes yo now, this situation with
1: these just two ass nice to like all right, guys, can we stop slavery now? Yes, exactly. Like, <laughs> like
0: how about like, now? Next week. Can you, can you please stop whipping us? Please like that didn't work. So at a certain point, it's like, yo, fucking talking isn't working. Like all this kumbaya nonsense that people want you to be on in a perfect world. Yeah, in a perfect world, that's great. But I'm tired of people acting like, especially coming from a demographic of people who've had the privilege of never having been enslaved or whipped or hung or lynched or anything like that, right? Like, it's easy to say, like, oh, violence is never the answer. Like, you've never been put in a situation where you needed to be violent, though. Your people haven't been put in a situation where you needed to be violent. So it's easy to say that. Like, I wish I could say the same thing. Like, I wish I could...
2: it's it's a it's a very it's a nuanced layer of this that I feel like a, a lot of people either don't get or ignorant of or just yes, aren't. That's the thing. About.
0: Not uh, everyone can relate like, and I say that. Like that might put a lot of people off. Like holy shit, you're saying like, you're for violence? Like yes, in some situations I am because that's how I got. That's the reason why I'm able to do this fucking podcast because violence had to happen. Like that had to happen for me to be able to do this. It literally was not going to happen any other way. As unfortunate as that is to say, it was not going to happen. It wasn't going to happen by a conversation. No, a war had to be fought—a fucking war.
2: What you had to get violent. Had to get violent.
0: <laughs> a war had to happen. Like people what? What? fought. What? <laughs> like people literally fought to yeah, yeah, keep yeah. the world the way it was, which is wild. And like, not to get too deep and crazy about it, but like, yes, sometimes violence actually is the only way. And it's unfortunate. Like, I wish it wasn't that way. Like, trust me, I I, I wish that the world was perfect too. Like, I wish that I wish that everything could be dealt with with a conversation.
1: And all of that to say, though, violence wasn't the only—it wasn't way the correct the Oscars way. Oscars the yes.
0: other night. That that, and I started this podcast off saying that, like, I do not agree with who Will Smith. Did. I don't think that was an appropriate response for
2: you know, honestly to, to do honestly, he When he my one of my first thoughts when I saw it, maybe it was like the second or third time I saw it, I was like, he, can, you can do that because like my my, my, my thought was like yo i think that will smith's black ass forgot he was black yeah because he just went up and assaulted someone on live tv in front of everyone recorded and i was like yo he could he he could actually just go to jail and and,
1: yeah and you know what you know what the real answer to your question is and it's not that he forgot he was black you forgot he was will smith (laughs) that's that's what it is
2: so i guess it was like one of those like oj moments you know like oj got off because when i was
0: younger
2: younger and it happened i had no idea what it was about i was like i don't know like a kid but i do remember i do remember my parents and all their friends being happy that oj got off and i don't think it was like i remember that too we're happy that he got away with murder where it was. We're happy. A black man got yes. away. with Wait,
1: murder. You know, I don't know. If that's exactly what it was. And that
0: my family was exactly yeah. the same.
1: I don't know if I ever told the story in the podcast when it got announced, he got off. I was so, um, is it chicken Pete's? I think it was, I think it might've been chicken Pete's. I think at the time my mom worked at chicken Pete's, right? If you, if you you know, know about the tri-state area, you know, what chicken Pete's is. So I was there, like she was at work and the, bar was fucking filled with people filled and they were watching the OJ trial when it got announced that he was not guilty when i tell you the room erupted cuz i remember while, like i was in the bar waiting like waiting for my mom to get done work when the OJ trial happened the bar erupted in cheers it was right. fucking crazy <laughs>
0: Yeah. I mean, my like I said, like Anthony also said our families, I think for black people, we felt like it was a victory because this is the, this is, we got to put some context to it. I'll just ask some real quick. This was at the time of the Rodney King thing where, uh, police brutality, it was called on camera that Rodney King had just gotten his ass beat by LAPD. Then there had already been historical violence between the LAPD and black people. Um, so put it into context. At OJ in Los Angeles right like this is where this whole incident happened in California uh there had already been a thing about black people and the police so when OJ was being tried and their te- police are testifying it came out that one of the police officers was racist um that they may have planted evidence there was all types of stuff in context so black people felt like it was a victory not because OJ had gotten away with murder necessarily but because A black person had had literally walked free, having done it or not. A black
2: person won over the American justice system. Yes. Which, which it does not... There are biases against you if you aren't white. Yeah. And and it doesn't work in your favor if you aren't rich. So, for a black man to get away with murder in the American justice system... It was huge. Like, oh shit, it's possible.
0: Right. It was a huge thing, and we all know OJ did it, right? Like, allegedly. Like, we... Everyone, pretty much, it's kind of like, at this point, inside joke. Like, OJ did it. You ever see Barbershop where <laughs> such as the entertainer? <laughs> he's, like, he's in a bro. OJ did it. So, like, it's one of those things. Yeah, what OJ did, not right. Definitely not right. I, I do not advocate for that shit at all. But for what it meant, it really was, it really was, sim- uh, symbolistic, if anything. That's what, that at the end of the day. Yeah. yeah. So. It was. It was. It was. But I don't. I don't think that Will slapping Chris Rock was uh, supposed to be symbolism for protecting nah. black women. Oh no, no, and, no, no! Not at all. And, mm-hmm. and protecting like black women's uh, hair and the, and the discrimination that they face for you know having having uh, uh bald heads and and certain kinds of hair and not being appreciated and stuff like that. I think that's a completely separate topic. And you know, if you, I mean, you obviously people listening to this, you know, if you disagree, like, let us know. We we have no problem. Like this is, this is a very opinionated topic. This is a very multi-layered topic. I think there are so many things that go into this. Like again, Will Smith and his, his own personal trauma. People think that he was doing it because, oh, it's my wife. And like, but yeah, part of it is that, but also part of it is probably because of the what he said in his book. I watched my mom be beat as a kid and I was powerless and I did nothing. And I feel like a coward. So he felt like maybe in this moment that he had to prove himself and his own ego is part of the reason why he went up there on that stage and slapped Chris rock.
1: I want to mention, I talked about this yesterday on the stream. But I just want to bring it up. Uh, Jaden Smith and his tweet. His, <laughs> yeah, this is how so we do it. After it happens, Jaden Smith tweets, this is how we do it. And it was so cringy to me. I just, my, uh, my uh, visceral reaction when I saw that was, first of all, you don't do shit. like, you are just your dad's coattails. Like, Jaden Smith is in the position that he's in because Repetism of Will Smith, right? It's, it's and, the fact that he's Jaden Smith.
2: Because if, if, let's say 50 Cent was a part of Will Smith, like, he was his second cousin, and 50 Cent was like, this is how we do it. I'd be like, yeah, what's well, it's expected coming from
1: him. It's, right. it's 50, right? But <laughs> it's Jaden saying it, who's, you know. Yeah, Jaden's a
0: suburban kid who grew up in riches. He's never known any kind of struggle whatsoever. and I Not I, at all. And I Jaden
1: Smith's think, never Jaden Smith ain't out here bitch-smacking.
0: I've people. never known Jaden to be violent. I don't think there's any reports of Jaden being violent. I don't think there's reports no. of Jaden ever being in a fist fight or any kind of physical altercation whatsoever. For so for him to say this is how we do it, as if to say like this is how my family handles things, is a bit ridiculous. Also because Will Smith doesn't even handle things like this.
1: He doesn't. This is uh, one of the reasons why this is news is because it's Will Smith. Yes, and this isn't how Will Smith no is known to handle this. things. Number one. Number two, I also want to say this. At even though, I said this before, even though I disagree with Will Smith's reaction, in the context of his son saying this is how we do it, I at least respect that Will Smith is the man to do it himself. Whereas Jaden Smith, if Jaden Smith, like, he wasn't going to go up on stage to smack Chris Rock. You know what I mean? Like right. I at least respect, even though I don't agree with it, I respect that Will Smith is at least proven, I guess, when it's time for him to get busy, he gets busy on his own. And Jaden Smith isn't the guy to get busy on his own
2: yeah uh, Jaden Smith ain't he, he ain't bringing West Philly to that stage that's all not I'm at saying. all
1: <laughs> not at all yeah, yeah. And, yeah. I, I in this well context that Street. would be the right thing to do it, is, it I agree with not bringing not getting busy on the stage however it's just the fact that it's this weird twist of fate where it's like because you're trying to act tough when we know it's like come on man relax yeah.
2: Uh, it also before, really just bothers me because like Jaden Smith, right. Jaden Smith is like androgynous. He wears skirts. And like, the thing is, is like, that's not only is like that fine, but I thought that when I heard, when I first heard that, I thought that was great that he was doing that because yeah, I like that about I, him. I thought that it was wonderful that he is dismantling a lot of like the toxic, the toxic masculinity, masculinity yeah. in the black community, specifically about like men having to be, you know, men and like hyper masculine. And then he turns around and he's like, yeah, don't disrespect my bitch. And I'm like, damn, bro. Like, yo, motherfuckers turn on a dime.
1: Yeah, i layer never to it. I'm like a toxic
0: masculinity of, you know, a woman needs me to defend her and be violent for her. And damn the If
1: Jada smacked him, it'd be such a different conversation. Do you if know Jada got up on stage
0: Yo, and do, smacked him? So that's one scenario. The other scenario that I heard from uh, Bob the Drag Queen was: what if Will went up there, grabbed the microphone from Chris Rock, and was like, "My wife has alopecia. She suffers from this illness, which makes her bald, which is why she shaved her head. Uh, she really doesn't like what you just said, and I need you to apologize right now." Oh man, if that happened. Ooh, the world would be like, cancel Chris Rock. Chris Rock. Do you know bro, the response? I'm, oh, that, man. Bro, Ooh. he would have ruined him with that. Yeah. If he would have yeah. grabbed that microphone and said those words, like, this is, again, this is from Bob the Drag Queen. This is how he said, if he would have walked up there and grabbed that mic and said, My wife suffers from alopecia, an illness that she cannot control. Please do not make fun of her appearance. She does not like it. I need you to apologize in front of all these people right now. How not only awkward, but how insane checkmate he would have put Chris Rock in. What's yeah, insane that is that
1: started. in the end. Chris Rock at no point thought he was going to get smacked because he said when Will Smith yeah. goes, he even said, said he like, he like, calls him Richard. He goes, yeah. uh-oh, he's like, Richard. Uh-oh. On top of that, he's, he's, he has his hands behind his back and he, he almost has like his face forward. But I think Chris Rock legit thought Will Smith was going to go up there, take the mic and say something. Yes. And I think Chris would have been completely okay with like, he was yeah. cool with it. You yeah, know what I mean? Bit, yeah. I mean, he, he did not long. expect to get smacked.
0: I don't think if Will Smith was walking towards me, uh especially after seeing him laugh at something i said i don't think that in a million years i would expect that i'm about to be attacked
2: yeah like, at the same time none of us none of us except for chris rock saw his face so i don't know man. that like, yeah i guess i don't know if there's a like,
0: camera view some, of Will Smith some,
2: sometimes in him. the moment you like you know when you're in danger <laughs> like,
1: so, <laughs> like, when you look at his face chris rock he didn't look like he knew know. it was coming yeah <laughs>
0: I did want to read Will Smith's apology that he posted yesterday. Uh, So it says violence in all of its forms is poisonous and destructive. My behavior at last night's Academy Awards was unacceptable and inexcusable. Jokes at my expense are a part of the job, but a joke about Jada's medical condition was too much for me to bear. And I reacted emotionally. I would like to publicly apologize to you, Chris. I was out of line and I was wrong. I'm embarrassed. And my actions were not indicative of the man I want to be. There is no place for violence in a world of love and kindness. I would also like to apologize to the Academy, the producers of the show, all the attendees and everyone watching around the world. I would like to apologize to the Williams family and my King Richard family. I deeply regret that my behavior has stained what has been an otherwise gorgeous journey for all of us. I'm a work in progress. Sincerely.
1: Will.
2: Now, is that a real apology? Well, you know, like maybe it, did, did it really come from him? Because you said the Chris maybe, Rock
1: <laughs> Maybe I'm a cynic. Maybe I'm just a cynic, man. But to me, that's that's PR. Because he goes up on stage an hour after he smacks Chris Rock and he gives his Oscar speech and he apologizes to the Academy. He apologizes yeah, to, not to, Chris, to the Williams. Yeah. He does not apologize to Chris Rock. Not only that, he defends his actions. Like he gets up there. Yeah, he basically he
0: says, that is what his first apology to the academy was was I'm protecting. People he says, protection.
1: I'm protecting my family, I'm a defender, I'm a protector. He even then says, and I thought this was like so fucked up and like trying to be cool. He says, when you're famous and you're in the position that I'm in, a lot of people say things about you and you're just supposed to smile and take it like it's okay. But he says it in a way as if it was a random paparazzo talking about him and not Chris fucking Rock, who's also famous and people talk about, like Chris Rock knows what it's like to be famous and have people talk about. Him. Like, <laughs> he says that as if like it wasn't Chris Rock who we're talking about here. And he just kind of like when I listened to he defended his actions to smacking Chris Rock without blatantly saying it. He doesn't apologize to Chris. And then he apologizes to the academy, like fuck them. And he apologizes to the Williams family. And it's like
0: And this is written, which I think that this would have been more impactful and believable if he actually did he went live and said this instead of uh we don't know. Like you said, Anthony, is this real? We don't know if he actually wrote this at all.
1: Like yeah, this could have been written by his fucking lawyer.
0: Anyone could have written this for him and uh, posted most,
1: it. Most probably it was.
2: Yeah, like most probably, know. like most probably, like an agent or something of his is like, "Look, man, will you gotta, you know, and you gotta put it like a real apology, and you gotta say we, we the don't right know things, if this came from reputation, him. blah blah blah." So yeah,
0: so I think it is important um that when you you know publicly uh, upset someone or do something wrong like that, that the apology should be as loud as the uh, uh, insult. Yeah. And so he should have gone live because he's gone live many times. He's made all kinds of reels. People love him. Yeah, he's, he's a huge YouTuber, isn't yeah. he? Now he is. Will Smith just started during the pandemic uh, on Instagram. He has 62.4 million followers on Instagram right now. And he, yeah, he just started an account less than two years. His account was less than two years old. He did I, not have social media before the pandemic.
1: I also thought it was weird seeing all these people saying like Denzel Washington, Tyler Perry, and like, I forgot the other guy's name, are consoling Will Smith. I was like, what the fuck does he need to be consoled for? Oh, I was man. so confused. Funny, I was like, why is Will getting consoled?
0: Yeah, I did see that. I actually saw the little huddle they had. And then I think Denzel said, "Uh, when you're at your highest moments, that's when the devil comes, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um,
1: it's just, I don't know. It was weird. <laughs> it was just weird in general. I think Jim Carrey, and I said this myself on the stream last night, but I think Jim Carrey came out and said like he thought it was really weird and awkward at like all of the people cheering after he got the Oscar, like, cause it felt weird. It's like, we just watched this man smack somebody an hour ago. Yeah. So when he got up on stage, like if you just looked at just the Oscar speech in a vacuum, it's so weird that it doesn't feel like anything happened. Like everybody, it just feels like everything just went over like I can't believe like he was allowed
0: to just go on about his day.
1: Yeah, like, like you it's said really earlier, weird.
0: that sets a really bad precedent. Yes. Not for, the just, that, not for the Oscars, but like comedians in general. And I think comedians have come out like Wanda Sykes and stuff. They've come out, and Jim Carrey said in that same interview that you're talking about how this is kind of scary for them because yeah. this could result in, and hopefully it doesn't, but this could result in people thinking it's okay if they feel offended to walk up on stage and assault the the comedian.
1: Yeah, and comedians don't walk around with security. Like, no, you know what I mean. No like, comedians don't Hawk. have bodyguards. No guards. one saved him. Yeah, well, but, that, but more,
2: moreover, you have you have the the morally indignant part of Twitter that is like, oh, well, you know, fucking comedian, like just dismissing that in its entirety because I don't know I guess since Dave Chappelle they felt like all comedians should die.
1: You know something. that's that's so. an, another interesting point that I, I we talked about there's this weird super radical progressivism radical left or whatever you want to call it where they have equated being progressive with justifying violence where like if you say something that they that is offensive it's okay to beat the balls off them. Like, yeah. because you made fun of a black woman's hair, violence is okay. And it's like a really weird thing. Cause that's not progressive. That's not being progress. Like yeah. resorting to violence isn't progressive. And then justifying, you know, your feelings being hurt with violence. It's just like really weird. And it's something that, you know, I don't know. People it, I, I feel like, okay. I feel
2: like it's going to get to this extreme where like, for example, you know, uh, Twitter's gonna try and force Daniel Radcliffe to give all of his money to, like, some kind of LGBT, like, foundation or something, because because J.K. Rowland is a transphobe now. Everyone that was in past, present, or future involved with Harry Potter is now, like, just instantly a bigot. You know, I mean, like, that's, that, that's, that's the energy. That's the energy, and I'm just like, y'all really be, like, I don't want to say taking shit too far, but it's like, y'all don't think about shit like y'all don't think about why it is that jk rowling being a just a general bigot is bad y'all are just like oh jk rowling is bad so therefore isn't associated with her is bad and so that's just it kind of becomes this weird dogma and nobody like nobody actually like analyzes why
1: he is just a general bigot though
2: like no yeah she is a general bigot i don't know
1: if people know this but at some point somebody asked like how come there's not any Asians in Hogwarts and then her response was that there are Asians in Hogwarts there's an Asian girl and her name is Cho Chang. Cho and I was like Chang. I was like that 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 can't be her response.
2: Like, she can't <laughs> she can't just say
1: that there's an Asian girl who's and then somebody also asked if there's any Jewish people in Hogwarts and I don't remember specifically but it was something really racist like Stephen Goldstein like it was just like really Damn, like, like I know Jackie Rowling
0: was about this life I'm yeah, like learning she, right now
1: She has said some shit and it's like Oh she's just in general not a good person
0: I know they call her yeah. a surfer or a turf Or something like that I forget the exact word
1: yeah. i man a just a surf and turf. I just want you all surf. to know. <laughs> she's a surf and turf. <laughs> to surf and
0: turf. Like, I'm hungry. I'm not gonna lie to y'all. I want a steak and uh, some lobster uh, right now. But I don't know if they call her some kind of work because she's like anti trans and all this other stuff. So and, she
2: she's a turf, which is an acronym for trans exclusionary radical feminist. That's what there it you is. go. Okay. Um which you know, fuck fuck turfs because like, you know, a a woman is a woman. It's not about like your genitalia, it's about who you express yourself to be to the world, and if that is, if if you are a woman and that's how you express yourself, then yeah, shouldn't be if you have a vagina or not.
0: But J.K. Rowling is different. Uh, J.K. Rowling can shut the fuck up. <laughs> pack, so <laughs> Magic yeah. can't hey, hey. change this. Uh, yeah. Well, okay. I guess that pretty much wraps this episode up of the I Am There podcast. A little bit of a crazy topic for today's episode, but I still think that it's relevant that we talk about this type of thing because. Any everyone closing else, thoughts? Everyone else is, yeah. Um. Um.
2: Can y'all motherfuckers please, 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 for the love of God, the 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 prophet, the prophet on Twitter known as Sassy Black Diva, she called it. She was like, I will never forgive Will Smith for the two weeks of think tank, and we're gonna have to endure <laughs> I saw that. Never, and I agree with her one hundred percent. Please stop writing these fucking three page long dissertations on Facebook, on Twitter, on what the fuck ever about this slap. It's not that deep. It like. Even yeah. if your points are valid, as, please as do, we not do not do like an hour
1: and, and a half podcast. Like, oh man, <laughs> <laughs> it's not that deep. An it's hour and a half into this deep. podcast,
2: it's not that
1: deep. Yeah, it no. really? But, is. Yeah, it's interesting. We talked about you know the event itself, but then also we talked a lot about like the reaction and the way people are treating it. You know, surrounding all of this.
0: Yeah, it's um, it's wild for sure. Hold on, I'm I'm over here doing a screen grab. Here we go. I'll use that as a. A little preview. You guys can still hear me, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my closing thoughts act up, you can get smacked up. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But, but yeah. Act up. I don't, you in this fuck case, fuck around. And in find this case, I don't think out. violence was necessary, but I do think that there are, in context, some scenarios that do require violence. This just was not one of them.
1: Yeah. I, um, I, I've said it before. I, in general, almost always side with the comedian. Even if the joke's not funny, even if nobody likes the joke, uh, I understand that comedians have a really weird job where you don't know if you did a good job until after you do yeah. the job.
0: Like, that is difficult. If it's if it like, was funny, if it, if what he said was super funny, I mean Jado could still be mad, but honestly, no one would care because it's no just one super would funny. care. Yeah, and it's yeah,
1: which is one of those things like when you when you do most jobs, like you just kind of do the job, but with, with comedy, it's very very weird and nebulous so i uh i tend to give comedians a lot more leeway um because at the end of the day most of the times they're just trying to make people have fun and laugh they're not really trying to harm people and if somebody is being a bully and really trying to harm someone or a group of people that is different and usually you can really feel that you can feel when someone's trying to be a bully and when someone's just trying to make a joke the intention and- matters yeah,
0: so... Intention matters. Kind of
1: my thought on it.
0: Before we go, I want to give a shout-out to our patrons over at Patreon. Uh, we have Connie, Austin, Leon, Quest, Garen, Hylian, TCG Automotive, Silver Chronic, Tyree Tinsley, Dimitri Barnes, Alexander Brissett, Vinny Casello, Dominic Roberts, Game Freak Yoshi, Alex Flamer, Gabe Marini, Henri Reynolds, CJ, WK Dad one Saul at Dabbers Gaming Cafe, Dan Vrabel, Dennis Milburn, Joseph Marcello, Scott Page, Red Vines, First to Home, and Dayless Forneris, our newest. Thank you guys so much for supporting the podcast. We really appreciate it. It goes a long way. And as I always say, do the things that make you happy, except if that means smacking the shit out of somebody on live television because of a joke.
1: Hell yeah.
0: (laughs) All right. We are out of here.
1: Peace.